0: Hey Kyle, I heard you've been playing V-V-V-V-V-V.
1: Hi Joe, I've heard you've been playing Sleeping
0: Dogs. I have, you want to talk about it on this episode of How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Backlog? Let's do it! this game this is vvvvvvv v, v, v,
1: v, v. all these v's uh it's very uh maybe i'll just call it v. how
0: about that like that i like okay, that a little bit Vroom.
1: better right. do we have an uh,
0: official pronunciation for this game
1: uh not that i know of actually
0: um, so you didn't do your research is what you're telling no me. definitely not and this, this game. is a high class podcast so
1: well we like to think it is but it's, <laughs> it's... i'm wearing a suit and tie i don't know about you <laughs> So, yeah, this game is a 2D platformer. Uh, it's very simple. All you have is moving. And instead of a jump button, you have a... I think you can hit spacebar uh, or whatever you want to use to flip the gravity of the situation. Okay. So, and you can also hit enter for the the mini-map. But, uh, okay. But basically, uh, you're a you're part of a spaceship and there's like a vortex or anomaly that messes everything up and all the members of the crew get separated. And it is very much just like a eight bit adventure, like just platforming game. And each section has different colors <laughs> and uh, each of those have different kind of basic inter- like mechanics that get added to it. Um, like one, the first section I did, it was just kind of like, uh, moving platforms and stuff, but as you get further along into the game, you have certain areas that the screen warps on itself. So it is used to screen warps on itself, wraps on itself, sorry,
0: not warps, wraps. Okay. Oh, so if you go through one side, you come out the other. Yeah, correct. Ah, I got it.
1: Yeah. So that's used in a bunch of the, the each there's a, it's just a series of rooms and mm. most of them are, you know, you have to do the obstacles or you have to, to navigate to the next spot and you're picking up, you're trying to rescue your crew members and you're picking up these orbs along the way. I didn't pick up all the orbs. I don't know what they do in the end. If you collect <laughs> them all, I'll get into that in a, in a little bit. Okay, um, But yeah, there's a, a bunch of interesting changes that it does like there's the, the the screen wrapping there's the one that there's basically lines and when you cross a line your gravity flips the other way so oh, it
0: flips it for you
1: yeah so it's kind of okay. it's kind of in, in some ways used as like a trampoline so you can have like two lines horizontal across mm-hmm. the screen and you'll just keep on bouncing off of them basically Okay. Uh, And so it does a lot of interesting things for being as simple as it is that it's like, oh, here's an area that you have to dodge a bunch of like moving targets across the screen. Okay. And when you're saving certain crew members that actually kind of kicks you into a alternate dimension space where there's kind of very much like mini games going on that it says survive for 60 seconds. And so you're just bouncing back and forth. And you're mm-hmm. tr- navigating left and right as like targets come across the screen. Okay. So uh yeah, it it for with how simple it is, it does a lot.
0: Now can you only flip gravity when you're grounded or are you able to flip it yourself while you're in the air as well? Like Only maybe... when you're grounded. Okay, that makes sense. So there's where the challenge comes in. Yes. That's why those little so... trampoline as you called them might be useful, the lines that flip it for you.
1: Yeah, so let's say, uh, yeah, if you flip gravity and there's could be like a protrusion and there's lots of spikes and there's lots of other things that can kill you. There's things like error messages that sometimes <laughs> fly across the screen and can, if you contact it, uh, your character dies and you start at the, the start of the... There's a bunch of checkpoints as well in this game, so you don't usually okay. go that far back. Um, but all the... When you die, your character makes a sound that's like, and then you go back to the, the last checkpoint you were at and his face okay. goes a little f- from smiley to the two pixels, shifting down two pixels to be a frowny face. Oh, nice. Like,
0: I like the <laughs> tech behind that. Yeah, That's you're.
1: Good. You, it's super low resolution, but for what it is, like you can you can
0: tell a lot of what's going on. OK, OK. So you like the pixel art in this? Do you think it's the style is good or is it too basic? It's too well. The game is so simple, right? It is just like a two-color palette most of the time, or is it a little more than that?
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's a like an old computer screen that is that like two colors, and whatever the other color is, like changes based on the zone you're in. Oh wow! Yeah, there's not not much detail at all. Usually two-tone. Okay. And I wouldn't say it's too little. It's like it's as little as you need to get the game across. Like okay and an, i it was definitely and like an aesthetic choice for sure
0: mm-hmm. a functional one too because this was an indie game right
1: oh yeah i believe it was a kickstarter but i could be wrong on that one but i oh, i think I didn't it know was that.
0: okay okay um the levels you said it started with platforming and then introduces more stuff does it have a decent difficulty uh ramp up or is it kind of uh just trying out new things as you go so the, the,
1: uh, the end game is really interesting once you save all the crew members and you're trying to escape the... Uh, you get, like, warped to a different uh, space continuum spot. And mm-hmm. so at the end, it's combining all the different components into one area. So oh, they don't do ca- that don't... until
0: then. Yeah, it's, that it's kept saying?
1: separate until the, the end. And then it oh. all comes together in a nice... Um, like your screen r- uh, wrapping and you're using the lines, and uh, yeah, there's
0: a bunch of interesting stuff going on with it. That is interesting. So, uh, do you like that kind of ramp up? It sounds like it would get very difficult at the end out of nowhere then
1: it wasn't too difficult and i think it, it the game keeps tracks of the, like the number of times you died and i this game only took like two hours and i think i died about like 1200 times
0: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you, you, you okay. die a
1: lot um sometimes the movements can be very clunky and uh it's yeah it's just you, you like you respawn at the checkpoint and you're trying to like instantly jump to the, like the top of the screen And you can just die and die and die and die. (laughs) And you're just like, okay, give me one second (laughs) to think about this.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, so instant, basically instant respawning, which I assume really helps with staying in the game. You don't have to wait or anything. There's not too much of a, you don't fall back too far, like you said, because of the checkpoints. How is it? How are the levels strung together? How's it presented? For some reason, I had a Metroidvania style map in my head but it sounds like this is just strings of themed levels.
1: No, so you're actually, uh, that's a good description. So if you hit enter and look at the map, uh, Uh it is one screen is probably 20 rooms by 20 rooms. And in in that it does wrap on itself. Uh, But there's like one section in the middle that is just one giant uh, continuous falling shaft that you can just keep on falling forever if you wanted to. (laughs) Okay. But it just wraps into itself. And so you kind of explore and there's uh, teleporter locations that kind of if you explored an area and you wanted to go back to that area and collect more orbs, uh, you don't have to navigate through the whole
0: map again to
1: get there. Okay.
0: so it's just kind of. So, yeah, it's almost like a free map that you're on that just kind of uh, funnels you into a theme of puzzles
1: yeah, and you can see the different areas have the different colors on the main map, so you can pretty easily tell what a section is. Okay,
0: okay. That's an interesting way to present that sort of game.
1: Yeah. Um, and there is... Yeah, uh, speaking of difficulty, the the hardest one I was trying, and this was about 40 minutes in the game, and mm-hmm. I was spending forever that there was a... Uh, you go into this room, and you see there's an orb on the other side, but there's, like, one pixel high, so you can't just walk over to it. You have to uh, flip to the ceiling and then flip down. But the that flip, it requires you going through, basically, uh, channels with a bunch of spikes on the wall. As you, like, fly up, you have to go, like, left and then right and then left, and then you land on a platform, and then you have to do the whole thing over again. And then it's also make sure you land on the correct side of the pixel. <laughs>
0: Okay, so it's a troll for sure then.
1: Oh yeah, and I I skipped that one in the end because it was just like, yeah, I don't really need to do do
0: this. I (laughs) I, I
1: spent like 10 minutes on it as it was and then I
0: was was like, no, no, thank you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, this game was reincarnated a few times, right? I think it was on PC and then I want to say handheld like 3DS or something like that. Really? Um, okay, I,
1: I didn't okay. I don't really know. I know it's been on PC for a while, and mm-hmm. I've had it in my pack that's, for
0: quite some time. I think it was born on PC, yeah, and then I want to say PlayStation Vita, and maybe Nintendo DS or 3DS. Um, so I feel like it got kind of popular for a while back in that indie boom, if uh, you know, if we could call it that. But a well, quick game. It sounds like quick description. <laughs> yeah
1: have... uh is there anything else i want to talk about um i don't really think so like yeah the, the okay, oh i i, I kind of i didn't really enjoy the music uh oh, no. i kind of <laughs> muted it after a while and it actually started after muting it It actually helped. Uh, oh really was it like <laughs> a chip gameplay. Tune
0: music or something
1: it's very midi but it's um for some reason there's no like sound options in game, and so I was have like I didn't want to crank down my
0: entire system volume, so okay. I just turned it off instead. <laughs> okay, so it's a very relaxing puzzle game for you at that moment, just sitting in silence.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I put it on a podcast or something.
0: But, oh, okay, you know. cool. Something like how I learned to stop worrying, just in the background. Yeah, you know, just, I listen
1: uh... to myself all the time, and yeah, I just. Yeah. No, that sounds good
0: <laughs> that's healthy i'm sure all right well sweet yours is short mine was probably a little longer uh okay but um, yeah i played sleeping dogs which if you've never heard of it or never played it uh it's like a grand theft auto style game but it takes place in hong kong you play as um i'm gonna mess up his name i'm <laughs> i want to Wei shen there we go i almost mixed the the first two letters of both of his names Wei shen he's an yeah. undercover cop who is trying to infiltrate the triad and as the plot sounds this game is very much like many action movies fighting action movies um and they even they have a lot of references to to a bunch of fighting movies um like the, some of the older chinese fighting movies like um Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this. I want to call it Drunken Fist, but it's a Jackie Chan movie. Drunken Master? Drunken Master, thank you. You can wear a Drunken Master Jackie Chan outfit. They have a bunch of references just to... I think they have a Reservoir Dogs outfit. They have. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I guess that one's not Chinese, but (laughs) it's more of a Tarantino sort of deal. But (laughs) uh, they have a lot of influences in there. Uh, The game, like I said, is kind of like a GTA game. So you... Uh, You start in some crappy little uh, hotel in uh, Hong Kong and just get calls from anybody and everybody, both from the police and from the um, triad that you're working in, and they just tell you to go off and do missions, and that's about it. You're shooting people. The main focus of the gameplay is their melee combat. You're doing a lot of just... uh, I don't want to call it kung fu because I can't. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to martial arts. Let's say martial arts is the better name. I for some reason feel like the actual combat in this game is not any real combat because it doesn't. It just uh, seems very uh, choreographed and not functional. But um, okay, yeah, it's it's very basic. You you just have. Uh, You just string combos with like a a light attack and heavy attack. And it's like, you know, hit light attack three times and then hit heavy attack. And you'll do this attack or whatever. Hit light two times and then heavy. Um, So that's okay. It's very simple. Uh, You can also grapple. And that's where it gets interesting because this game loves to use the environment for fighting. So you you can grab somebody and literally run them over to a meat hook and just hang them on that meat hook or run them into a, there's just a phone booth. You'll throw them in the phone booth and then you'll kick them and they'll hit the phone booth and collapse <laughs> in there. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just run them over to a table and slam their head into a table. The, the environmental actions are are pretty fun because it's, it's just, it, you grab somebody and a bunch of things like highlight themselves and you're like, Oh, I could kill him all of these different ways. I just got to get him there. So you're um, the you're the Jason of this
1: game. Of yes, if I had a big
0: pen, everybody would be dead. Is basically <laughs> how this goes. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, the game's just following Way, and he's it's it's kind of a dumb trope because you're working with all these terrible triad people that you know don't care about killing people, and I think you're supposed to start to feel for them like it tries to humanize them because they it they have family but that's about it uh (laughs) and that's uh, enough to justify murder and i guess yeah by the end i was like no book them all what are you doing just (laughs) just book them all it doesn't matter if they care about their mom i don't care um you don't care about your mom i don't care about their mom Um, i care about my mom come on kyle (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> the gun combat every once in a while you'll pick up a gun off of some other gangster and it's they have a cover system similar to Gears of War where you just press a bumper and you'll go and hide up against you know a counter or something like that and you can blind fire or you can hop the counter and do a slow-mo shootout where you just pop in heads um that's oh, you, all right
1: you, wait uh, so you can blind fire over just an an edge cuz i don't yeah. I, I i mean i don't play that many Shoot like uh, cover-based shooters, but it, from my knowledge, that isn't something that's commonly uh, a feature that's commonly used.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. To to balance it, the accuracy is so bad, you're gonna probably lose ammo and in turn lose your gun because once you're out of ammo, that gun is you know obviously trash. But um, oh, okay. Uh, and even when you're firing with. Uh, like an assault rifle or something like that in this game the accuracy is so bad that i'd rather just fight everybody fisticuffs the the gun combat was not as enjoyable as just fighting a bunch of dudes um uh, that being said it is super simple to fight a bunch of people and it is also incredibly easy because they do have a counter button so when somebody is going to attack you they highlight red and it doesn't matter what you are doing. You could be in the middle of a crazy combo. You could be doing anything. If you press that counter button, Wei Shen just like stops what he's doing, turns around, grabs their foot, sweeps them, and then stomps on. It just doesn't matter. He's, in, he's invincible if you could just press the counter button on time. Um, okay,
1: so it's kind of like the the bat, uh, Batman games and also like a mm-hmm. game I previously played on this podcast, the uh, uh, Hands of Fate.
0: Oh, Which also okay. have that
1: combat kind of system of you're just hitting buttons in time and choreographed. I think, as you said before, is a very good term for that kind of fighting style.
0: Yeah. In games. yeah, it's like kind of, I don't know, what it, Wing Chun is that the one where you're constantly deflecting attacks? <laughs> ah, it turns into that. Confirm really or quick. deny
1: that? That is no. Okay, <laughs>
0: I'm going to throw a few more combat styles at you. You let me know if you know about. It. No. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so the combat, it's fun. I like being invincible, but um, at the same time, uh, yeah, it starts to grade on you. I was doing a lot of the side quests and uh, decided to just mainline the story so I wouldn't get burnt out too quickly. And I'm assuming you
1: finished this game.
0: Yes, I did uh, finish it pretty quickly when I mainlined it. I think it takes 14 to 20 hours um they have a lot of uh, a lot of that time is spent driving unfortunately as all Gta games also have you do but what is nice about this game is it has a built-in navigation like the um the indicators for navigating the road show up on the road like almost as holograms so if you're you could just be driving top speed and you can see well ahead of you like oh i need to turn right soon you know you don't have to look down at your mini-map constantly to make sure you're going the right way or or things like that.
1: That's nice, especially if your character is established to be like have lived in the city his whole Mm -hmm. life or whatever. It's like, yeah, he's (laughs) going to know where Main Street
0: is. (laughs) Yeah, he knows the streets for sure. Um, The game also has a skill tree system which is very basic and just things like um, one skill tree is just unlocking fighting moves, another one is um just kind of miscellaneous things like being able to call one of the uh, uh, a person to drop off a car for you wherever you are to kind of alleviate uh, some of that driving I guess because a lot of times you'd have to go break into a car but you're also supposed to be an undercover cop so you get penalized for that sometimes if sure. you're in a mission uh, <clears throat> so it's nice having a person come and just drop off the car um, let's see a few more notes on this. Uh, The voice acting was pretty good. I think they got decent voice actors, especially for a video game. Um, All the scenes are fully voice acted. The main character, though, and I think this just comes from the movie tropes they're trying to follow, but Wei Shen is like, I think if you like to step back from the game and like really analyzed him, he'd seem bipolar or something (laughs) because... he's he's doing all these like yeah high stress missions and then he has his handler meet him in secret to make sure things are good and get status and away just like loses his mind and is yelling all the time at his handler for i don't know just seemed unnecessary most of the time <laughs> did you have they, any
1: options to not yell at this person or is that all story? No, like...
0: it's all story based yeah it, it okay. kind of gives you, uh, at the beginning of the game, it felt like it was going to give me a path because the whole theme of the game is uh, Way grew up in this place the Triad's at, moved to America, becomes a cop, comes back, and now he has allegiance to both the Triad members and uh, the police force. So as you're going, two of the skill trees, one of them's just a Triad skill tree, the other one's a police force skill tree, and they, you know, unlock options that are relevant to both of those topics but uh it gives you the impression in the beginning that maybe you have to choose as you play through the game or maybe the ending will have you choose but um that is not the case unfortunately but maybe that's for the best since they are trying to tell a story here but um but yeah, it's just a basic action movie. If <laughs> fun, right. and they know how to have fun. They just like they know they're a game, and they make it you know fun when they can. Um, but yeah, that's about it. If you want a nice GTA Hong Kong style game with more melee combat instead of janky gun combat, this one's not bad.
1: Okay. Um, and what is the he says kind of GTA? Are you able to do like how many side missions are it? Is it like
0: pretty much like 80
1: percent side missions and then that 20 percent is the main stuff or is it kind of like it's there's a, little, a few different paths here and there
0: it's a little reined in from gta I, the map i don't think is nearly as sprawling it's uh it's a decent size and and driving around can take i don't know if you're good at driving and hit a highway you could probably cross the map in like four or five minutes or something like that okay um, give or take a minute but uh <clears throat> yeah, they'll throw side quests at you as you progress in the main story and that's how I was playing. I was clearing up everything in the beginning and then I'd progress the main story and it'd unlock more stuff. but it was never it was never so much that I felt overwhelmed until I started mainlining the story because because I was thinking like I'm just I'm gonna burn myself out before I ever finish this game. It was a decent amount, sure. but definitely more focused and I think I prefer that because GTA is just. You play that game infinitely and never <laughs> finish right. it. Right,
1: yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, and what is the the music like? Is it uh, like you're, you're cha- changing radio stations when you're driving around town, or is it here's the overlet like here's the overworld kind of sound, as it were?
0: They have, uh, yeah, you do have radio stations when you're in the vehicle, at least. Um, and they, I didn't mess around with them too much. I just try and find something that was palatable. I think you could get, um, like, more traditional sounding, um, like a Chinese, uh, like, styled music. I wouldn't, I don't know the name of any of the traditional
1: <laughs> oh, sure.
0: styles they were playing, but um, they had, uh, it sounded like a K-pop sort of station. Uh, there were a few uh, other more, uh, American modern stations that you could, like, pop over to, but I never spent almost any time with them. Uh, but the, yeah, the atmosphere, they had, like, nice atmospheric kind of uh, stringed music going on when you're just out in the world, not in a car. And then I have to say, they use, um, the UI has this nice, like, man, I don't even know. It's like a chime noise, just uh, uh, a... <laughs> When you open the UI, it's just like ding, 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 ding. It just makes this really nice. It's so nice mm. and calming. I loved it every time. Just hitting the pause button and hearing that. <laughs> you're you're shooting
1: good... some bad guys, and then you pull up the menu and you're just like, ah, peace uh,
0: Yeah, you need it, man. You just watched a bunch of people <laughs> die in a knife fight, and just ding, 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 ding. And you're good to go. Clears your mind. It's a nice palate cleanser, but. Yeah, they did a good job with the UI sounds, the world sounds, as well as the radio. I think the radio was good. I just don't like driving in GTA games as much. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, my my final main question for
1: you, and this is going to be very topical to when we're actually recording this and not when we're releasing it. But (laughs) in games like uh, GTA, uh, there's a lot of uh, Easter eggs and stuff like that. Does sleeping dogs have anything like that?
0: I think the only Easter eggs they have non-literal are um, the suits you can unlock. Uh, like I said, you get, uh, you know, reservoir dogs. There's a man. I should know the name of this movie. Cause it's such an, it's such an iconic suit. I recognize it, but I don't know. And I want to say it's a Bruce Lee the movie. MC hammer. Yes. You get the hammer pants, pants yeah. and you run around <laughs> with two hammers. No, uh, <laughs> It's a oh, yellow... That's a great idea. <laughs> it's a yellow jumpsuit. Um, Kill Bill? I... No, but it's that same color, yellow. I want to say it's a uh, an old uh, Bruce Lee uh, movie, but I cannot. I bet you one quick Google, and I'll feel like a fool for not knowing the name of this. But, um... but yeah, lots of uh, <laughs> lots of little nods to I think all the movies. Like I said, Drunken Master. Um things like that.
1: How's your reservoir dogs not kill Bill as costumes? Yeah,
0: you would think, uh, but let me see. Oh yeah, found it. Bruce Lee Lee Yellow Jumpsuit. I wish it would tell me what the name of the movie is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the name of the movie, Yellow Jumpsuit, don't you know?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. It's up for auction, or was?
1: Don't, you're looking at the actual suit? You gotta add the movie or whatnot.
0: <laughs> yes, I guess I'll throw that into the the uh, search parameters. Let's see, Game of Death. Oh, this is uh, is Kareem in this one? No, I'm thinking of. Oh, he is in this one. I never saw this one. Okay, yes, very iconic. It's got black stripes going down the sleeves. Yeah, and the yeah. Oh yeah, she wears it in Kill Bill. That must have been a reference back to Bruce Lee. Yes,
1: that would, okay. that would make sense.
0: Anywho, um Yeah. So there, there's your Easter eggs. I think that's about as good as it gets. They have suits from other games. I think you can get um a Deus Ex Jensen like outfit. Not the not the Deus Ex you like, but the, the newer ones. Yeah. Um Uh, Oh, you get the uh, Monkey King outfit. This one's kind of funny because uh, you wear a full mask. And when you do certain special attacks, he pulls out his staff to do like a special. And it comes with a motorcycle that is completely enshrouded with cloud at the bottom. So it's like your Nimbus cloud when you drive around on it. Nice. Yeah, so all all the special suits have like little special stat bonuses um well most of them i shouldn't say all of them but um but yeah that's about it it's fun it's a fun game just don't take it seriously when everybody's getting knifed to death and sure. you're just hands standing there in your uh monkey king outfit <laughs> in stark contrast <laughs> to the violence uh, but right, well, uh, with that being said yeah let me uh... know uh what are your regrets kyle
1: my regrets with Vroom would be uh, <laughs> I regret having it in my backlog for so long. As I mentioned, it's a two hour game and it keeps it. Uh, it's basically kind of swapping what your are uh, like. The new technique that gets introduced every 20 minutes or so. So it's pretty, pretty quick and pretty uh, keeps your attention. So it's definitely worth your time. If you have it in your backlog, I would say uh, to try it out and Uh, yeah, I I regret having it in there for so long. Uh, But what about you with Sleeping Dogs?
0: I think I, yeah, I wish I played this a little earlier because I tried it out a long time ago, as I do with most of my backlog games, and dropped it. And uh, I should have just stuck it out because, yeah, it's pretty good throughout the whole thing. You just can't dilly-dally on the side quests. So, regret not playing it earlier, for sure. So, Kyle, what is up for uh, what's on the docket for the next podcast? What are you playing? All right.
1: And I haven't even told you this yet, so.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. So
1: uh, I had a game I bought uh, for for over winter break that I was hoping to get to. It was a game I saw a few months prior to that and caught my interest, Uh, but it's called Bartlow's Dread Machine
0: never heard of this
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's a small indie game but it's kind of uh set up like an old like a really old style uh mechanical machine like almost like nickelodeon kind of time frame that there's like it's a so it's like a shooter that uh you're it's on like rails of what the uh, pieces would move on okay so
0: like um oh interesting I'm looking at pictures now. It has a very, um, its a, aesthetic is very much a set that <laughs> is. Very yes, that's what that's what caught my eyes. So. Okay, okay, interesting. I'm gonna be looking into this. I think before the podcast. Um, as for me, I am a big fan of games like Jet Set Radio and and stuff like that, and I've heard that Sunset Overdrive is somewhat of a spiritual successor, at least mechanically speaking, just like kind of flying around, attacking stuff, using your momentum and whatnot. It's very fluid, from what I've heard. Yes, I don't expect it to actually feel in any other way to be like that game, but I'm hoping the mechanical aspect of it (laughs) translates. (laughs) Um, But I never had an Xbox One, so when this came over to PC, I think I bought it, the first sale it went on and then forgot I bought it because it's been so long. So I'm hoping it still stands up. We'll see. We'll see if I, how many regrets would that have to be? Cause I didn't have an Xbox originally. Would I have to regret the non-purchase of an Xbox one?
1: Uh, we just stick to the one, the one regret. It's just the one regret
0: situation. I don't know. I feel like if I, I mean, regret you, you're that, after... uh, you can
1: regret anything in your life. I'm not stopping you from having other regrets. Sometimes but you give not... me, We're not going to talk about yeah. that.
0: okay well that's me sunset
1: overdrive so all right well if you want to uh reach out to us at all and talk about your regrets talk about video games you can reach us at love the backlog at gmail.com love to hear from anyone uh your opinions anything like that so give us a a shout um but other than that um yeah. Any any final words?
0: Uh, only one, and uh, that's we'll see you next month.
1: All right. See you next time.
0: Bye. Bye.